Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Aikoff. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. Welcome to your new year. We're almost there. We survived 2020, and I am guessing that this podcast, which I do daily, is a very um, uh, informative (laughs) time capsule uh, about, you know, how your average person endured this. Uh, There was uh, frustration. There was wonder. There was curiosity. There was anger. Uh, Wash your hands. I don't understand. Um, I'm frustrated by the lack of leadership. I heard uh, Joel Osteen uh, was giving a sermon the other day, and it said, uh, where there is no vision, the people perish. And uh, wow, how accurate was that? You know, a lot of people died that didn't have to die. A lot of people died this year because of a lack of vision and leadership. You know, people who thought they were going to have a good year and be alive died. And uh, there's so little that we understand about this virus. Apparently it's mutating and there's a more contagious version. So that's probably going to be here soon. Um And if you haven't picked up good, healthy habits by now, you're in line for even more COVID, uh, more aggressive COVID. So, you know, all I can say is these things come to us and they happen and you are supposed to uh, change through uh, trauma. When, When something bad happens, you're supposed to grow through it. And uh, a lot of us have shown that we don't have that ability. And that makes me sad because, you know, you have to evolve or die. You know, it's if you don't make changes, then you're probably going to get left behind. Um, And you may physically die or you may spiritually die. But something's going to happen to you if you uh, don't embrace that you might not be right. I mean, how about all these Republicans who who led their constituency for months into the abyss of this disease by calling it a hoax, by by planting seeds of doubt in Dr. F- about Dr. Fauci, by everything, even just encouraging people to suspend their common sense. And they're the first to get the vaccine. They all lined up to get it. Well, if it's a hoax, why you need to be vaccinated from it? I mean, and the fact that people don't, don't see a problem with that. You know, like these people are just using you. They'll say anything to get your vote so they can keep their salaries and the grift that comes with it. And and you all just keep falling for a hook, line and sinker. And it's not just the Republicans, but that's the one I'm thinking of right now. I mean, it's just incredible the, the level of hypocrisy that we are living with. And it's different than the olden days when when there was no social media, when there weren't video cameras everywhere. You you could just suspect it, but you didn't absolutely have proof. You have proof now. They tweeted that it was a hoax. And now you're up getting the vaccine first. I mean, like that is that is incredible. And the brainwashing and the indoctrination is so deep that they don't even uh, feel bad about it. And no one's going to call them on it. You know, I'm watching another documentary uh, on HBO, a docuseries uh, on that Heaven's Gate cult. They even got castrated. I mean, they basically became 
uh, a version of their um, deeply closeted leader who who was so ashamed of his sexuality that he, uh, you know, took his cult in a super asexual, uh, desexualized direction. And, and you get the feeling it's like if this man could just have been comfortable in his own skin, he wouldn't have even been a part of any of this. I mean, it's just the, the level of indoctrination. And, and I think anybody can can become indoctrinated like that. So that's something to look out for. People are gullible and they want to belong. People want to belong to something and they want to be right. That's where you get groupthink. So, you know, even if it's just 40 people who believe an alien is coming and we're going to go to heaven. I mean, what I mean, it was very detailed, uh, you know, but even if you only get 40 people to believe that, you know, that's your group and you feel safe and comfortable with them. They had weird names. They had changed all their names to something. I mean, all of it was just so bizarre to me, but I'm not into groupthink. Um, I'm kind of an independent thinker. I don't know if that's been made clear in the in the podcast. But, you know, having said all that, I want to encourage you to uh, look forward to next year. Um, there are some good things in the pipeline. I just feel it. I believe it. And, you know, I think I stumble across a lot of people in my daily life, like where I work. A lot of people just can't take a compliment. I mean, it is stunning to me that so many young women that I tell, hey, you're smart. Hey, you're doing a good job. And they just sort of like look back at you and go, I don't know how to receive that. You know, and it it makes me sad, you know, uh, because it's almost like it never occurred to them uh, that that they were good at the job or that they were smart or that they were doing something right. And, you know. That makes me upset because, yeah, we should be able to at least receive a compliment because that also means you're not giving a lot of compliments. So, you know, and these people are wives, mothers, leaders of the community. They're they're doing things. And it's like, okay, so if you're not able to take a compliment, then that means you can't give a compliment. And so you need to start there, you know. And I think, I don't know, I think the collective consciousness of of the female is um, kind of low, like low self-esteem, uh, low, um, yeah, I don't know. It's almost like, how do you gauge your success, you know? And I don't, I've heard different stories from different people and different types of marriages, but if the man makes more money than you, then you automatically feel a little less than. And I've heard of husbands, not on this job, but in another job, a husband was basically like, you make no money, so stop talking, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, eesh. I don't know. I think we just need to have a collective upgrade in our consciousness um, as, as the feminine, you know? There is no society without women. So the fact that we can be so mistreated is also strange to me it's it's kind of telling um we are the genesis really we're the incubator of life and um you know and nobody blames the dad when somebody goes bad in the world (laughs) it's always the mom's fault 
The dad may not have been around, but it's always the mom's fault. It doesn't matter. So I don't know. We need to work on that. I've worked on it personally, I know. I mean, I give a lot of compliments and I I take them well. But it wasn't always the case. I used to get choked up too. Like, oh, that's why I recognize it. Um, I've done a lot of work. Got to do the work. So anyway, that's part of what I think if you're having that issue, male or female, you know, if you have a, uh, or if you have a daughter or a wife or a girlfriend or, you know, pay attention to how they receive compliments. Uh, if they don't receive them well, that's probably why you're not getting a ton of compliments and they, that's an area of work for them, you know, and there's nothing wrong. Life is a constant, there's nothing wrong with being of a certain age and still having to do your work. Let's put it that way. Um, everybody thinks you're supposed to be fully formed and perfect by like 25, which is ridiculous because you don't know shit at 25. (laughs) I remember when I was turning 25, I had an older aunt I was talking to in Alabama and I didn't understand. In fact, I'm just remembering it this right now. Uh, I felt pretty good about turning 25 and she was like, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. And now that I, you know, 25 years later, I'm like, oh yeah, I see what she meant. <laughs> Cause I was pretty excited. She was like, that ain't nothing. You are a baby and you don't know how much of a baby you are at 25 until you're, you know, 35, 45 in your fifties. And you're like, oh, okay. I ain't no shit. (laughs) But anyway, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. This year has been spectacular for the podcast. A lot of growth. Thank you to all the guests that appeared. Thank you to all the people who've listened. This has been a blast. Uh, I'm working on the vision for the podcast for next year. It'll be my fourth season. Um, I started this in July of 2017. Never would have imagined that, you know, four years later, we'd still be like kicking out, cranking out shows every day. Um, Probably going to try to give it a little bit more structure. uh, And I definitely would like to grow it and maybe expand the um, production value a little bit. So we'll see. I've got plans. You know, uh, I I cannot lie. COVID did derail quite a few things, but we pivoted and we made uh, we made it work, you know. So I'm excited. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you very much. You guys are the best. Continue to share, like, subscribe, follow. uh, Give us those five stars. Uh, You know, let's just keep going. And if there's a topic that you're interested in, check us out on Twitter. Go ahead and uh, uh, reach out. We're at Just Media Works uh, on Facebook, but we're also at Mad Love Podcast on Twitter, at Just Media Works on Twitter. Either of those accounts will reach me. Um, yeah, and like, let's just let's just roll with it. Also, I have a Patreon page. I have not done a good job promoting it. Uh, I really have been very busy. <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. So um, going to try to do some more organizational things. Uh, you can hit us up on our website, uh, www.civiltheory, all one word, .com. Uh, sign up for emails and, and follow us. And uh, yeah, that'll be a way for us to keep in touch. I know people have gotten at me about uh, 
questions they've had and comments they've wanted to make. I'm out in the world. Find us. Uh, And thank you so much. And please take care. Please be safe and be your best.
sacrifice. 